Bob? You ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Welcome to the Joke Workshop here on Mutiny Radio. Bryce Dresden here, a savior, just brought a important piece of equipment for our first comedian so that she can plug in and turn on to remember her jokes. Welcome to Joke Workshop, everybody. Yay! Hey, it's Monday. Uh, those have uh, those are medicated treats. You may eat one if you like. Just be careful because they're strong. Uh, it's Monday. We're all here to work on jokes. I'm super excited about that. It's a joke workshop. Max Eddie is behind the ones and twos tonight. Yeah, yeah. Training for his new show on Fridays from 10 to midnight. I forget what the name is. It's called How Could I Be Wrong? And uh, if anyone's interested in forsaking an evening of doing anything fun on a Friday sometime, please let me know, because um, uh, I'm going to be doing that on the weekly. So Woo-hoo! there we go. How Could I Be Wrong with Max Eddy? Yeah. Sign up. Get on. Woo! Podcast. It's, uh, what's the, I don't know. What's the format, Max? So format is... Tell I, it in the microphone. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm bringing up what I want to do. Uh, every week we go over a different topic. We bring on someone who's ostensibly an expert in that topic and uh, we riff. Basically, I'm an idiot. I want to learn things. Um, but, you know, being an idiot, it's hard to do that in a less structured setting. So uh, I figure uh, you guys are smart. You, you know some things and uh, I'm going to learn about them and ask you dumbass questions about it. I mean, how deep can we go? I have a friend who d- does latte art. Is that too, is, I, I mean, is n- learning latte art, is that too base? Or do you really only want to learn like Homerian physics or like... Po- I mean, the thing about... Uh, I mean, oh, there we go. Uh, that's, that would be lovely to know. Actually, on that topic... Um, I was thinking about doing seeking arrangements. We can discuss this later. No, no, but... we can discuss this now. Why okay. not? Here we are in the joke workshop. The seeking arrangements with gold diggers? You don't want gold uh, diggers. You want rich women. Well, yeah, exactly. I you mean, want to be the gold digger. Yeah, that'd be... I've, I feel like there's not as much opportunity for men to be gold diggers in this age. I don't mean this to be like a... 
like a me complaining about being a dude, but that is one nuance, one wrinkle of life that I'm not getting to experience right now. And I want to know how I can maximize my probability of being able to do so. I can tell you where to find good cougars. He, really? He's already screwed because he has red hair and they won't even accept his sperm anymore. It, it's ridiculous. They don't want to get pregnant. They just want someone young to play around with. There's a hotel in Palo Alto where all the cougars go on Thursday nights to happy hour. Elizabeth, we... Rosewood, yeah. <laughs> Wait, how is it? It's more than one person knows this. Never. I this is. Hotel. Is it in the Yelp reviews? Like. It, yeah, you could probably find it. In, yeah, Thursday nights at the Rosewood Hotel. You are gonna clean up. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wear I can do a that. Suit. Oh, like, they'll think you're Mark Zuckerberg. Wear yeah. There a, we go. Oh my God. <laughs> they'll think he's Mark. Wear a hoodie. They'll think you're Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. That's. A, Learn that's how to back. Be. <laughs> so this was thank almost you, the first you. episode of uh, How Could I Be Wrong? You want to learn how to be a gold digger. You want to learn all the skills. You want all the skills. Yeah, exactly. Or at least I want 70% of the skills. 100's the goal, but like, right. it got to be realistic. Sure. Yeah. I can teach you how to make pot butter. That that's is, one thing I think I that encapsulates 12% of the goal. So that's, right. <laughs> that's good. Okay, I like I that. I could verbally teach you. You could take notes. You're a smart guy. You could write it down. It'll That'd be, be fun. fun. We'd have quite the fan base just like taking notes during the show. Just, yeah. Oh, man. But it's a podcast. You can rewind. I, when I was a kid and I used to watch Ian Can't Cook and you wrote down a fucking recipe. You wrote down the fucking recipe. You couldn't rewind. There weren't even VCRs. It was like, yeah. Ian Can't Cook, so can you. You better fucking do it fast. I was taking notes. Seriously, I was... Seventh grade, I remember taking better notes from on Saturday morning cartoon time with Yan Can't Cook. It, I didn't do cartoon time. So that was the, anyway. That's fair. No, it was relatable. It felt yeah, right. Okay. It felt good. No, it was everyone else was watching cartoons and I was like, seriously, I, I made my first, I made a hot and, hot and sour soup when I was in seventh grade because I used to go to this lunch special and it was like, let this age me, $2.45 for a Chinese lunch special with three, with three, three, three pot, you know, <laughs> had, the, had, the, had the soup and the fucking crispy roll and then whatever else general so chicken of course but like for like 245 so anyways i learned how to make hot and sour soup in seventh grade thank you yank and cook no seriously that guy's still alive yeah i saw him nobody's listening oh he's listening i hope he's listening i'm sorry i'm going off on the let's get the joke workshop started um everybody it's more fun in the more you pay attention and pay attention to your comedians and give them comments uh the more fun and better it is for everybody now i will pay attention better today because max eddie is gonna be running the board which means i won't surf the internet i'll Woo! actually be here paying attention to you Woo! i won't like i won't yay trina's here yay uh, all right, so we're going to get it started with our first queen of the night. She's really worried because she's going to run out of battery. You don't have to record it because we record it for you. It's I know, I know, but you can give us give us a download, throw us a bone. Uh, all right, your first queen of the night. She's super funny and super wonderful, and I enjoy your material all the time, especially when you have new stuff. Put your hands together for Elizabeth Mansfield. Yay! That's great because this is going to be all new stuff. I think I'll just leave this in the stand today because um, I need my phone. Um, what's up, guys? How are you? Good. Um, I just got invited to a black tie wedding, which, like, fuck anyone who has a black tie wedding. Like, I wear sneakers to work on a dress-up day, and I don't have, like, a spare gown laying around for your stupid wedding. Um, but my friend told me I should just rent a dress from Rent the Runway. Do you guys know what this is? Yeah, the girls know. Okay, so guy, you rent the runway is a service where you can rent like fancy dresses for dress up occasions like work Christmas parties and girls trips to Vegas and weddings, which is the exact same list of occasions where girls are most likely to throw up on themselves 
or pee their pants or wake up with McDonald's on their chest. But you can rent these dresses. Like the last time I rented a dress from there, it had a condom stuck to the inside. But that was after I wore it. So I couldn't like return it. <laughs> um, yeah, that was my condom, guys. <laughs> hey, um, what else do I have for you? Uh, so I'm in a relationship and it's starting to get serious, which is making me a little nervous. Um, I've never been like a commitment girl. I've never really imagined myself getting married. I'm going to rent a dress for Christ's sake. Like I can't even commit to buying it. Um, but my boyfriend was married before and got divorced and now he like wants to do it again, which blows my mind. I don't understand how people can get divorced and go through this terrible experience, like literally the worst experience of their life. Everyone describes it that way. And then they want to do it again. I don't understand that, but he does. He, he was divorced and he wants to get married again. But the other night he, um, we had a very sweet moment and he looked into my eyes and he's like, look, I just want you to know, I only want to get divorced once. And I kissed him and I said, me too. Um, I'm glad Pam liked that one. So all of my friends have kids, which I don't, I don't think they really understand how uncomfortable that is for me, that they've all decided to have children. I don't know how to talk to kids. I don't know how to relate to them. Um, I spent the night at my friend's house the other night. They have a two-year-old. And the kid was asleep when I got there. So in the morning, I think he was really confused that I was there and he started crying and I wanted to make him feel more comfortable. So I was like, Calvin, I was right next to you the whole time you were asleep, right next to you. And he started crying harder. And then I was trying to make it better. I was like, no, I was, I was in the other room, not, not actually physically next to you. And then he was just bawling. And then I tried, this is going to be a callback to an earlier joke in a set. So just pretend like you understand. And then I was just like, Hajime Mashite, you know, yeah. And he didn't know what the fuck that meant. And neither do you guys. So that's cool. Um, you remember that joke? Okay, cool. Uh, so now I don't know how to finish that. So that's why this is a joke workshop. You guys can help me. Um, <laughs> I was going to say something like, I told my boyfriend this. Now he puts a drop cam in his room. I, not that funny. Um, okay. And then the last one I'm working on right now, I need your guys' help, is um, I'm a pretty open-minded person in general. Like, I think we're all just doing the best we can. I'm very accepting of all people until um, we're all behind the wheel, like driving on a freeway. And then I hate everyone. And the second somebody does something stupid, I judge the shit out of them and... I don't know how to phrase this. Like I, I cannot, like I, I'm always, I'm not surprised that they're like the type of person they are. So like, for example, like if I see like a Porsche 911, like swerving, I'll be like, oh, I bet you anything is like a tech bro. And I'll drive by. I'm like, of course it is. Of course it's a tech bro. Who's like texting. Of course you are. And then like, I'll be behind like a Hyundai Excel going 10 miles an hour and I'll drive by. I'm like, of course you're an old Chinese grandma. Of course you are. And then there'll be like a Toyota Prius on the road, just being a Prius which just this pisses me off because it's a Prius and I'll drive by and I'm like, of course you're exactly like me. Oh <laughs> yeah, we could be friends. <laughs> Let's hang out. Um, I don't know if I got the honk, but I'm going to cut myself off. Uh, I'm done. That's all I have. So I'll take feedback now. Thanks. Elizabeth Mansfield, everyone. Hooray. Hooray. Help me with my things. Well, I, I wrote down notes. 
You're the best. The I really I like the premise of your Vegas dress joke. Yes. And I like all the things it brings up. Non-commitments. I like that in moving into the next thing. Um, I feel like it's a joke that can be, um, if you write it out as a, I do a structure like it has 10 parts, right? So it's a beginning, middle, end, but mm-hmm. each part has a punchline. So it's mm-hmm. like beginning, middle, end, punch. So that first part is we're renting the dress, blah, blah, blah. Here's the list of those dresses. And you kind of did, but your third one wasn't funny. It was like Thanks, Vegas. Well, I'm sorry. It was like Vegas or prom or. Oh, right. Blah, like blah, make blah. that and a could joke. Be something like quinceanera. Yeah. Okay. And then the joke at the end of that was that. Yeah. Okay. And then the second part of the joke is blah, blah, blah. And then you vomit on them. Yeah. So you, you like break down the joke and make it like one, two, three, beginning. Yeah. One, two, three, middle. I like it. One, two, three, end. And then Punch. it goes into I can't commit to anything. Blah, blah, blah. But okay. I didn't think you have to sit down because I felt like you might even want to start with the condom on the inside and then be like, oh, wait, that was me when I rented. Like, there's all these great punches in it. It's just they're organized weirdly. They're not mm-hmm. organized yet. Mm-hmm. But they're all there. Mm-hmm. Like, you had all of them. You had, you had the condom one. You had the... Um, you had a bunch of lists in there and they mm-hmm. were all good. And and then you can even go into the divorce thing about the non-commitment with the dress. Like, yeah, okay. Get a divorce dress. Like, what do you, <laughs> That's funny. Is that something you rent or how does that matter? Um, okay. I don't know if anybody did anybody have anything else on, the, on those same jokes because I would go yeah on and... on those jokes I I think it'd be I, it was fun for me to think about um, like how that company has to price in the fact that people are yakking or getting like what's condoms the, on the dresses what's the markup on yeah like, exactly the fact like that everyone's gonna pee their pants yeah exactly yeah, like that funny. they have to think about that because they got to replace that shit so that's um, on it I think it's a great premise I think it's something that you should explore more like, thank you it's good. I also have a comment on that, and um, Pam's cookies are kicking in, so. Oh, great. <laughs> getting real, gonna get real philosophical here. Uh, just kidding, I'm not. But um, <laughs> you, uh, just a fun fact, actually, Rent the Runway, um, and I read this in a case study online, but Rent the Runway <laughs> does own the largest dry cleaning um, service in America. Shut up. Yeah. So I wonder that's amazing. If you can, maybe you can throw in some like. That's a good fun fact. Yeah. I'm gonna take that from you. A yeah. Clinton. Yeah. Oh my. Oh. Throw it all the way back to Clint, right? Could you? Oh, like the stain. Yeah. I'll be like, I hope Monica Lewinsky wasn't wearing Rent the Runway. Or like the. Or like the people that have to dry clean your condom dress. Like, what are they thinking? You know, they have to see all that shit. That's right. true. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cool. I was thinking you could do it like a Carfax report. Like, has this dress ever been thrown <laughs> up in? That's amazing. Fucked That's in. Funny. I'm like totally gonna take times, that. Like right? these dresses should come with a Carfax. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Right. That's so good. Right. And the third. Stolen officially. In your, yeah. In like prom. Whatever the third thing yeah. can be, like bouncy castle, yeah, <laughs> something. Totally. Yeah, it should be something you really wouldn't wear a fancy dress right. to. Like, yeah, okay, cool. Also, I, I like the one about the little kid, and it seems like you could relate it to like that's probably what the guy is thinking or like feeling on the inside when you wake up at his place. Like he's probably like crying on the inside, like, and then when you tell him I've been here all night, he's admitted that makes it worse. Like when I wake up with a one night stand. Yeah. 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 Right, yeah. Right. Okay, that's good. That's good. 
That's very on brand he, for you me. You were supposed to, like, you thought you were supposed to leave at three and then you're still yeah. there in the morning. Yeah. And you're like, even He's like, you, you were here all night? Yeah. So, <laughs> panic. <laughs> so I took, I took this one a different way. The, so when you said the Hachimi Machite, yeah. I, I was like, okay, so you can set this up where you tell him I was next to you all night. Then he's crying about that and be like, yeah. no, I was sleeping above you, right? You could be in the room above him, mm-hmm. right? And then he's crying even more. And then you say, Hachimi Machite. So now he's crying even harder because he thinks you're a Japanese horror film ghost. <laughs> and you can tag on because you're so white or whatever. And then, yeah, just play with that. That's way too smart for me. I'm going with a one-night stand. <laughs> Fair that, enough. That's good. Is that it? Oh, I, I have one more. Um, I felt like that thing about the uh, cars. Yeah. You really got to go racist with it. You just got to go with it. You just got to go racist. I know it's terrible. But you gotta be like. The point is, like, it's not like. Yes, I can get a little racist, but I can also. I. It's like. It's like equal opportunity racism. I'm like, of course you're a white woman with a librarian haircut. Of course you are. Wait, but I feel like you can set it up with like a Black Lives Matter tag and make it like. You know, people say Black Lives Matter. People say All Lives Matter. I hate people in cars. No lives matter. Just get like mad. Only my life matters. Like only I, I and uh, people. I, like you, I feel like if you put some white righteousness of rage behind it, then it gets funny at the end when you're a Prius and everyone's like you. Oh, a little I, I know, for is that. it too scary? No, I know. But that's uh, the thing. I think that's the thing that makes it could make it funny is that you're or make everyone hate me. right but you're flirting with it anyway the thing is it's not going to be funny if you flirt with it and you're like oh, i might be a little racist but maybe not yeah i'm just a priest i just love i'm just like every other rich person <laughs> priest. but if you like actually go at it and like i mean I, and that could be i know it's scary i hate being i i'm <sighs> often called the accidental racist and sometimes purposeful but if we don't talk about it it doesn't have I know if it's too scary it's too scary if it's too edgy it's too edgy no I get it yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Other, so I would say if comments. you were gonna go that route you could set it up like you could just be like on, on the road I just believe no lives matter like yeah, that's yeah. the good like yeah. just and right, you, I could and set you it up like, like and everyone's like yeah I agree like, yeah no, fuck everyone <laughs> you know what I mean yeah, yeah. Like, you could just do that to no not- lives matter the only thing that matters is me getting where I'm going yeah exactly. yeah okay that's good Oh, on that note, too, the Prius should have, like, a bumper sticker that says, Keep Tahoe Blue. Because <laughs> white people, right? Because white, right? Okay, cool. You guys, awesome feedback. You're magic. My phone died. I got to write all this down immediately. Okay, thanks, guys. Yay, Elizabeth Mansfield. Yay. My phone died, too. My phone is dumb, though. Not because it doesn't have, it's just a dumb phone. I hate my phone. It's I have a piece of paper. Your next comedian. What a funny lady. You guys are going to love her. Put your hands together for Tracy Nguyen. Thanks, Pam. Um, Okay, so um, some new sex jokes. Um, This guy's happy in the back. Um, And the cookies have fully... um, worked uh, their effects on me, so um, let's see. I know, like, focus, right? So the first joke is um, uh, I talk about the NRA uh, and um, how fucked up they are. Um, uh, I say, um, I guess I don't have to narrate. I can just tell the joke, right? Fuck me, dude. Fuck me. God, I'm the worst. I'm the. Wor- I'm really the worst. I shouldn't have not. I should not have eaten that 
So thank you, Pam, again. Um, so whenever a mass shooting happens, the NRA is always like, hey, if those five-year-olds just had assault rifles to defend themselves, we wouldn't have anything to talk about right now. Um, and that's really fucked up. Um, and then I segue from that immediately to, um, you know what else is fucked up? Being an Asian woman, dating a white man, and waking up the day after a mass shooting happens. That is a sobering morning, turning over to your partner and being like, do I really know this man? <laughs> like, do I know them? Like, do I know him well enough to, like, am I being civically responsible? Do I need to be more vigilant? Should I be asking him about his mental health on a daily basis, like questioning behavior change? For instance, um, I, my boyfriend started calling me beautiful recently and he hasn't done that for the last two and a half years of us dating. So I'm very, I mean, I'm flattered, like my reptilian brain is loves flattery, but my rational brain thinks like this is suspect. Like, what are your motives? What are you making up for? Do you have a brain tumor? You know? Um, so I would implore every Asian woman date, not even every Asian woman, every woman dating a white guy to ask herself these same questions for the sake of public safety. Um, because you don't want to end up with your picture on 4chan. Um, okay, that's the end of the, that joke. And sorry I narrated some of it, just it didn't work out. It wasn't as punchy. Um, okay, so for my second joke. Um, and Pam, light me whenever. Um, <laughs> uh, so, I really want to know what it's like to fuck a man in the ass. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I actually, um, I feel like it would be akin to shooting a gun for the first time. Uh, like, a lot of power. Um, and I asked my boyfriend if like that was a possibility in our relationship in the near future and he, um, just shook his head. He like doesn't want to do it. Um, which is kind of sad because there actually aren't a lot of like VR games out there to simulate that kind of stuff for women, <laughs> for women is particularly, um, there are plenty of those games for men, but not for women. Um, I even looked up anus fleshlight because I was curious if that existed. Um, I don't know, because I would have to, get, in addition to that, I would need to get a holster and a dildo. And that's just like a lot of equipment. Um, I don't know how to finish that. Uh, and uh, I guess that's my time, so thank you so much.
you love your views just like I do. Uh, first, I had that sweatshirt in junior high in 1987, and I'm not kidding. <laughs> I think it was like the exact same color, even. <laughs> not even. I don't know how it's still white. Uh, the fucking <laughs> in the ass premise is awesome, and I think that you have to lie a little bit, do exactly the way you set it up, and you said the gun stuff, and then, but then he said, only if you do it with a gun. <laughs> so then you bring... First-person shooter games and mm. guns and NRA. You kind of you have to lie a little bit because he's like, you didn't have a punchline on what he said though. It was like, well, he said I don't really want to do it. But if you say he said only if you do it with a gun, then it changes. Then it makes it more like I'm making a joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I like that. To tag on that, I only if you do it with a gun, but we have to start with a small caliber. Because I'm working my way up. And you even said a holster. You said you have to buy a holster yeah. and you have to buy a dildo. So there's already all the linguistics are there. And you talked right. about the power with yeah. the gun and the ass fucking. So it's like, right. it's all there. Yeah. yeah. You um, know, he said something funny to me, though. When I asked him, he was like, he, first off, he shook his head. But then he was like, why? This is, this is just a metaphor. You know that you're not, you're just putting a thing in another thing, right? Like... So I thought I was like trying to incorporate that somehow. Uh, if you keep going with that gun theme and connecting it to the first joke, uh, you could uh, role play as a Virginia Tech shooter. Oh my god! <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Okay, uh, I'll consider it. <laughs> will you? Yeah, I actually will. One I will quick, consider it. One one quick note. I uh, definitely think about the narrating into your set to start your set because that that was just it was spontaneous it was but it was phenomenal like listen listen to that again okay and then pick up on the note because pretend like you're lost but it's part of your structure for just moving things along because it was beautiful it was great oh thank you and then you too yeah also i wanted to add at the end of the uh or uh in the middle of your uh ass play joke the um uh, the tag where you, the VR tag, like, there's not a lot of VR uh, games for that for women. The timing was fucking perfect. Like, that was okay. so goddamn funny. So keep okay. that for sure. It might be weed-related. So yeah, it, well, to, dude, to play, listen. play that shit back. I'm going to go back and listen to this whole thing. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Thank you. I just have a small comment on, so at the end when you're talking about... Um, women dating white men and like asking them questions you should come up with sort of like three questions like yeah. what can we ask you know just yeah, that, yeah. that you ask yeah. that are kind of outlining what you should be you know yeah. so you can just be like oh like did you get your gun license today you were gone for a while like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. questions that you should go through to check okay. your mental state right right yeah, oh yeah like, how do you feel about feminism how's work you know like those yeah. like, and just have like three kind of like a protocol questions. yeah that everyone can yeah like a yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the last one could be a punch. I'm not sure exactly what, but. Yeah. Oh, okay. I love that. Um, I was just like spinning off that. Like maybe there's like a, some kind of you know like instead of a suicide hotline, like is my white boyfriend a ma- going to be a mass shooter hotline? <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. Have those questions come yeah. from a counselor, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What about if he, since he asked why, it seems like he just needs a backstory, right? Like, okay. Um, you know, you, you quit college to become a stripper. Mm-hmm. He, you, you worked as a stripper for however many, ever long, became bitter. 
he was a bouncer at the strip club. He saw what you went through, right? Just like some kind of random. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is a whole new joke now. <laughs> random backstory okay. to give. <laughs> I love it, though. That's why it's funny. It's because it's. But it's funny because you could be ran, it could be random backstory and you could make it up every time. It could be yeah. just whatever came to the top of yeah, your head about yeah. why you have to convince him to have ass sex. Yeah, like, yeah. Why? Be, there's got to be yeah. some like loss of power Right, story right. Yeah, like the, uh, the Vietnam War. <laughs> uh, it could be one of the responses. Yeah, there's a two <laughs> answer. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, exactly. The Vietnam War. Why? Exactly. The, Vietnam the Vietnam War. War. <laughs> okay. That's yeah, great. That's there it is. If you do something... Yeah, yeah. If you do something like that, you yeah. can also, while you're coming up with the story, like, struggle with it on stage. You know, just like, yeah. because the Vietnam, you're like, you're like, yeah, going yeah, there, yeah. And you're like, that's why. Ken and Burns, I think, made this love. docuseries. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Love that. Okay. And just for the record, it's called Pegging. It's fucking a man in the ass with a dildo. Pegging. It's called Pegging. Okay, got it. Pegged. Oh, that's right. Okay. Pegging. Pegging. I've heard, okay. I've heard that once or twice. He's been before. to Burning Man. Hey. Just one thing, uh, when you were asking about the is there a butt fleshlight, yeah. make sure to pay attention to the audience because both Marty and I were bobbing our heads yes to that. So, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. I did not, okay. Yeah. All right, thank oh, you thing. guys. Yay, clap your hands together for Tracy Nguyen, yay! Papers, farms with acres, home of the warriors and the latest uh, we're giving really great comments and everybody. Yay, keep it up. Yeah, Joe Gorgachev is fucking lit Judith today. Silverstein, yeah. yay! Dine on a neighborhood star, hood star, and I can see through it. Hi, Mutiny Radio. Hi. I'm going to save those treats for afterwards because I don't have two brain cells to rub together, as is. So, um, a little bit about me. I'm uh, 53 years old. Some of you ageists out there might think that's a little late to be getting started in stand-up comedy. But uh, I have this planned out very carefully so that by the time people start getting sick of me, I should be just about dead. (laughs) So (laughs) it's happening for me. It's going to happen for me. Some of you entertainment professionals prefer um, overdose for this kind of timing, Uh, but I'm gonna take it natural. Um, So I know that I look young for my age (laughs) because I'm constantly hearing that from my gigolo. He says to me, Judith. That's what everybody sounds like when they're talking to me. Eh, Judith. I can't believe you're in your 50s. You have the life accomplishments of someone half your age. Oh, But you know, he's right, uh, because arrested development is my beauty secret. Thank you. Uh, but you know, this gorgeous face comes at a high price, because I am pretty much incapable of carrying out the simplest aspects of adulthood. Like uh, this Sunday, I went to a baby shower. And uh, you know, I love baby showers. Uh, 
But I got to tell you, a regular umbrella just does not handle that kind of weight of the baby shower. You got to have some serious steel ribs in that thing, or you know, you get the babies all over you. <laughs> got to work on the timing of that one. Uh, as you might not be surprised to learn, I'm a little prone to depression. Yes, yes, it's very sad. Uh, and uh, <laughs> people are constantly telling me, Judith, get over it. It is not all about you. I don't know why they think this is helpful, because the fact that it is not about me is what's making me depressed in the first place. They're, they're always saying stuff like, um, Judith, don't worry what people are thinking about you. They're, most of the time, they're not even paying attention to you. And I'm like, I know. That is what I am worried about. Oh, I know. Um, but uh, let me tell you, uh, I've always been like that. But aging has added a whole new dimension to depressing like the other night, indeed, like the other night, I was uh, at home watching porn, and I realized that technically, I am not even a MILF anymore. No. I know. Yeah, uh, I'm a mature now. <laughs> Thank you. And, uh, you know, um, that joke, even without weed. Let's look it up. I am a mature now. Oh yeah, take that ego. I was gonna say, before I lost my memory. Uh, but I try not to take these porn age categories too seriously because um, it's not like I was ever a mom either. <laughs> so I don't think they're checking IDs. All right, thanks a lot guys. Oh, yeah. I should have had that cookie. <laughs> Do you, is your everything written down verbatim that you say? Do you memorize as a script? Or, because your, your jokes are well written, they really are, and your punchlines are there, but I feel like your comfortability isn't, and I'm wondering if. If it's yeah. that you're memorized, are you, is, is everything you say like written down or? or right now I am, but I am working towards the goal of not having to do that. Right. Uh, but right now when I don't do it, I babble or I misplace the, um, I misplace the punchline. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but I am working towards the goal. Um, and that's why I slowed absurdly down to torture no, you good. guys. No, yeah, and also I need to slow down. Punch yeah. lines, though. We get it. It's okay, and, and I didn't well even written. get to all my material because of that. But I am, I am working towards that and trying to, uh, you know, I, I recognize well, that. All you need is yeah. stage time because your jokes are there is what I'm saying. Like, yep. It's all really well written. All you need is just like... To be able to get in front of a microphone and be like, blah, 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 whatever I say yeah. is cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, you just have to sort of get there, and it takes a long time, but, yep. like, that's all, because the, the writing is there. So that's what I want to Totally. I need, like, I need more stage you. time before I can be the right. kind of confident asshole that I am actually in regular life. Right, see? <laughs> um, 
Well, just on that note, I also write all my jokes down verbatim. And then once I learn them and I feel comfortable with them, I can explore more and play with them more. So cool. I do the same thing. Um, I think you did this on accident, but it was for me, your funniest joke of the whole set when you were like, I'm prone to depression. And then you're like, it's very sad. Like yeah. that's hilarious. Yes. That's the point of depression. I don't know if that was on purpose or if uh, that was filler, but it, it was filler, but I am working on that. that. Yeah. That was fucking Thank funny. You. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Honestly, uh, I would recommend just like going back, listening, especially to the first half of your set. Cause I think by slowing down, like it, it just gave you a, a nice character that uh, was just fucking funny. Like, it, it, you landed your punchlines very well. Like, how long have you been doing this now? This is my sixth time at the mic. Yeah, fuck. I wish I, I, wish I had jokes like that I after six so times, you know? I am so proud of myself. Yeah. But yeah, and you'll get, you'll get the comfortability if you go out, you go to mics. But yeah, you got, like, the core thing that you need, which is, like, a joke, you know? I'm all right. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, one more on the depression yep. bit is so. Uh, when you say like I'm, I'm uh, I got depression, I got depressed, or whatever, it's always a good chance to kind of like take a dig at your appearance somehow. Like I know you guys probably guess I have depression based on blah blah blah. Like just kind of like take a dig at yourself at some point. I don't know. And, and I disagree. I think you should have mentioned at the very beginning that you have this hot bod. Your nips are so hot. Are they real? I like, brought them out for you. You I, you, I mean, you're not wearing a bra. That, that I would have mentioned at some point, like. Look at these hot tits. They're clearly not 53. Like, I, I mean, I don't know. It's, I'm, I know, I mean, objectify yourself. I'm just saying you're already not wearing to, yeah. a bra. I was so like, I that. couldn't help but pay attention to it. I don't know. So yeah. when you, when something's awesome and you're not paying attention to it, you could kind of pay attention to it. Didn't we all notice? I mean, we, okay, I'm sorry. I thought it was great economy of speech. Actually, I just don't know. <laughs> sorry. I thought it was a great economy of uh, your lines and speech. Uh, I liked, I couldn't tell you how to write the jokes because a lot of times people ramble and they actually talk too long and yours were very concise. I appreciate that. Um, but sometimes I like to add little details about the gigolo, juggalo. The gigolo, yeah, my gigolo, or, yes. More about my gigolo. But I mean, some people have like a, it's a niche, like a, it's a genre like old, older women joking I about know. Uh, menopause. Pay attention. So I mean, maybe more about your personal life and stuff like that would be funny. Thank you. The, no, cool. That was great economy of speech, I thought. Thanks. Thank you. Oh, um, and then for the gigolo part, um, to follow up on what he was saying, um, it would be really funny if your gigolo was like just a regular guy, like... <laughs> My, like my accountant Steve or you know what yeah. I mean like somebody kind of like yeah somebody like you would unassuming and um but also like believable that he oh. could actually be living like a double life as a gigolo or you know yeah thank you for that I was playing with the idea of where it turns out he's just another old guy the same age as me and yeah. and we're uh tolerating each other yes. ugliness but then that was the other thing is he put you down for not having enough life accomplishments but if he's a gigolo you're paying him so he can't really right. like downgrade your life accomplishments if you're giving him money for sex. Like okay. it kind of doesn't matter what you do for money as long as you give him money for sex. True, like, I, I need to whip my gigolo into shape. But yeah, why is he being so judgy? Who's this fucking judgy agree, gigolo? Totally. What a dick. You could, you yeah. could use that as a joke. Like he puts totally. you down and then just be like, he's a gigolo. Like, <laughs> yeah, like what is, I don't know what he's... Like, yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Okay, that's a whole other joke. Yeah, yeah. Punchline setup, everything's there. Thank you, guys. Everybody clap for Judith. Yay! Here's six time. Hooray!
All right, your next comedian, he's actually an accountant. Put your hands together for Marty Cunny. <laughs> Gigolo would never tell you that. <laughs> That's client confidentiality, okay? <laughs> um, hey guys, uh, how we doing? Smell a little, smell a little smoke in the air with that a little fire going on today. Yeah, it's getting pretty wild out there. Uh, you know, Napa Valley is all the flame, Calistoga, all those places, uh, which means there's gonna be a real weird uh, vintage this year. 2017, it's gonna have some some odd notes. Some hints of denied home insurance claims. <laughs> ah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I blame the edibles as well. Uh, <laughs> hey, so I got cats. I'm a cat guy. Um, I got to keep the cats because my uh, girlfriend couldn't, ex-girlfriend couldn't take them when she broke up with me. Uh, so I'm a, I'm a cat guy, and uh, I think I like them a lot more than her at this point. Uh, they do a lot of things that she wouldn't do for me. Uh, they love hanging out with me on the toilet. I mean, <laughs> she was never, you know, never, it was all about her, but about me time. Uh, they never complain when I feed them cat food. <laughs> Sorry we're not eating at Michelin-rated restaurants every night, Okay. And they actually look me in the eyes when I masturbate. I'm, I'm, st I'm still not exactly sure how I feel about that one. Yeah. I've been unemployed for about six weeks, so uh, that's been, been, a, been, a, been, a, been a thing for me, is, as I, that, that constant eye contact. Uh, yeah, because I heard, well, I'd say that's an interesting thing I heard, an interesting, interesting piece of research. Uh, if you, men who ejaculate uh, once or twice a day reduce their risk of prostate cancer by something crazy, like 30, 40%, right? And uh, so I'm proud to announce that I'm pretty close to coming up with a cure at this point. <laughs> uh, I'm doing it for you people, okay? <laughs> um, is it, I, I personally, I don't know any uh, vegans that uh are alcoholics. Uh, does anyone here know any vegans that you consider an alcoholic? I don't think it's possible, right? Like, have you ever, like, thought to yourself, like, you know what saved my life right now? A fucking black bean burger. Like, that would get me through this day of self-loathing uh, and regret. You never hear someone say, like, dude, you're going crazy last night. You must have had, like, 30 cucumber straws at the strip club. Like, really getting wild. Why don't you whip me up some Brussels sprouts while I clean the puke off the cat? <laughs> um, it's not a thing. Uh, a friend, a cousin had a, had a kid recently, and uh, the weird things you find out when you go to visit people in the hospital. Uh, turns out, uh, if you get a C-section, you can also get a package deal to get your tummy tuck and a breast lift. All of this, all of this like part of the same visit. It's like... Uh, it's like a cortisol shot for women to get back in the dating game, you know? Like when an athlete like goes down on the sideline, it's like, oh, my shoulder. And they just like put him behind a, uh, like a curtain and like shoot the shot into him. Like, get out there. <laughs> That's basically what that is for a woman in the dating game. I don't know. I'm thinking more on that one. Um, why do girls on dating apps uh, put their Instagram handles in their bio? Like, 
you're swiping left on me. I know this statistically for a fact. Do you want me to be able to stalk you? Like, it's like, oh yeah, I won't. I'd rather you just look at my pictures all the time and have means of actually contacting me. Like, is that something you guys want? Like, I don't quite, I don't get it. Like, if I, I can step, I can give you better stalking than that, honestly. Like, I can really step up my stalking game. Like, I'll take it to LinkedIn and just start, like, recommending you for really specifically weird skills. Like, <laughs> she's great at brushing her hair slowly. <laughs> she smells wonderful. At least her trash does. Uh... I could, uh, I could even go to stalking you on Venmo and I get, get real weird with it. Like, hey, who the fuck is Brett? And why do you guys like eggplants and peaches so much? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Thinking more on that one. All right, that's my time, guys. Thanks a lot. Y'all can't say Nathan about the eighth and the O's. He has no job. Clearly, he has time to write jokes. Am yeah. I right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Coming out of the bang right there with that cat guy joke. That's perfect. <laughs> Other people, you have things to say. I have a... uh, yeah, so I obviously really like your LinkedIn bit. Uh, really good. I think you should definitely list a couple more weird skills. Yeah, I need to... Like watching her while she's sleep. Like, you're just a peaceful sleeper. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like... And you can definitely say, like, oh, she's good at brushing her hair. And you can, you know, through windows or, like, whatever. Yeah. So you yeah, can yeah. see that you're sucking her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Napa fire joke. I mean, I like, I don't know how long you'll be able to tell it, but I mean, yeah. uh, I don't know. There's like more stuff you could do. Right. Besides a denied homeowner. Yeah. Like, that was the first thing I thought uh, of. I think uh, a couple people died. So at like, least seven. Yeah. Yeah. You want to go like <laughs> down as far as the notes. Yeah. 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 So more stuff that it tastes like is yeah. like, yeah. Okay. I hear you. Marty, if you're looking for work, I have, I have an opening for, for a gigolo. <laughs> 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 She's got work. Um, you uh, have a fun premise with the lady going in for the re- with the rehaul. With yeah, I haven't. I don't know where to go with that but one. I've been trying to think on to it. About dating women that just had a baby aren't dating; they're married. I mean, unless they're like a baby mama. Like, right. That's, where are you yeah. getting at? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you just when you sort of switch gears because it's like because. She's doing it to get back at shape for her husband, or maybe she's a trophy wife and she's afraid that she won't get money someday if she doesn't look a certain way. Or, yeah. Like, cause there's, but you was just, the reason it didn't make any sense is you started with lady having a baby and then yeah, maybe I you see. don't have any context of women having babies. I don't know. <laughs> you might be able to go like the trophy wife route with this one and use like celebrities and say it's something that they do because, you know, celebrities essentially sometimes pop babies out for money. And then they just keep going. So like yeah. something with that, or like you could do something like that, um, or you could you could do the dating thing. But you, I think you have to be like very just like yeah, because obviously she's like getting back out there, like putting up her Tinder page, like all moms do. Like you know, yeah. Because like, if you're getting this, if you're that concerned about getting this back in the game this quickly, then you are not married. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. So just be like yeah, because obviously, and then like listing a bunch of things that like she wouldn't be doing as a new mother. Yeah. Yes, kind of, you know, you could do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, gotcha. Well, so, like, Pam was talking about, you mentioned the trophy wife thing, and maybe, like, you can, like, extend the playoff. You, you, were, you were comparing it to, uh, like, a sports uh, athlete who gets injured. And so, um, with, like, Pam's, like, like, trophy wife, you could maybe go into, like, extending, you know, extending your career 
like you know like your yeah. best days are over yeah and you know you, you can see the end coming but you just like don't want to let go <laughs> so like you know, you're willing to do like an athlete's willing to take steroids and, and and the trophy wife is willing to do like whatever it takes to hold on to it's that. like when everyone was watching like michael jordan at the end of his career and being like just let go man yeah like, <laughs> versus like barry bonds where it's like oh all of a sudden he's like yeah 40 years old and he's playing the best best ball of his life like yeah. i wonder if he's doing something yeah 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 okay that's good there's no off season in the trophy wife game yeah okay that's a good point <laughs> clap wildly marty county everyone yay yeah, Yo, yeah, yeah. i can't hide your bullets high off cats high your off our next beat. comedian oh we switched cds now it's um bazooka joe and the skunk train which makes more sense with the brownie cookies uh your next i ate one too so i'm like hey you're talking about comedy and i'm enjoying it this is odd your next comedian he's a funny guy i know it's just funny because usually you're just like Ugh. i like being engaged when we're all having fun and listening to people's sets your next comedian he has tons of shows this next month i saw your post on the Facebooks and uh, he rounds it up next uh, November but check him out he's got tons of things coming up put your hands together for Bryce Dresden get high when I'm making my beats get high when I'm placing the heat thank you uh, I'm just gonna have to do like a really old joke cause uh, Marty mentioned Virginia Tech uh, and uh, so that was like 10 years ago and like I remember when it happened um, you know I was really surprised right that it wasn't a white guy I was really surprised that it was an Asian guy but like I shouldn't have been surprised, right? Because like white school shooters don't get out of high school, but Asian school shooters almost graduate from college. That's uh, a good one. Uh, yeah, I think I think we should all uh, thank our military members for being like willing to defend our freedoms, but we all need to stop lying to ourselves and thanking them for actually defending our freedoms, because like. That hasn't happened since, like, the War of 1812. Like, that was the last time people were actually invading us. If you want to say World War II, I'm, I'm down with that, too. But, uh, I mean, like, thanking, like, uh, military for defending our freedom, that'd be like going up, like, if you saw an Olympic weightlifter, and you went up to them and it's like, hey, man, I just really want to thank you for, uh, you know, lifting all those cars off of people who were trapped underneath them. You know, because it's like they've never done it, but like they totally would if they had the opportunity. Uh, there's a lot of kind of other uh, like stuff we say that's uh, it's like not true. Like, like I know there are responsible gun owners, but like people sometimes act as if it's like, oh, yeah, most most gun owners, they're, they're responsible. And like, I don't think that's. Uh, like, we don't, we don't know, is all I'm saying. Like, I, I was at a rodeo in Colorado, and it was like, it wasn't like Boulder, Denver, Colorado, right? It was like Red State, Colorado, and uh, they had a rodeo, and one of the, uh, one of the intermission things was uh, they chose two random kids from the crowd. This was like, you know, their intermission game, and the game was, uh, they had the rodeo clown, had a toy gun, and the competition was which kid could pretend to get shot and die the best. That was the, you know, I'm like, oh yeah, very, of course, these people, very responsible gun culture they're, they're promoting. Like, right, if you want to keep, teach your kid to like look both ways before they cross the street, right, you play a game where they run out into the street without looking, get run over by a truck. That's the way to go about it. Uh, you know, another thing is like, uh, oh, cops, you know, they're, you know, there's bad apples, but a lot of the, they're most of them very professional. And uh, 
Marty, uh, not picking on you personally, but I saw your uh, your shirt. Uh, it's uh, his brother is a cop, and he has a shirt. It's like a tenderloin shirt, like part of the never ends. It's because it's like kind of a freak show. And uh, I don't know if you're like a professional cop. Like I think like the the first thing, like I get it. You see a lot of awful stuff, and you cannot be politically correct in that environment. I get it. But, like, rule number one, it's, like, you shouldn't be, like, wearing shirts that, like, make fun of the people that you're supposed to be protecting, <laughs> right? Like, like teachers. Like, teachers talk a lot of crap about their kids, but, like, they don't make T-shirts that say, like, oh, my kids are little shits. <laughs> like, you know, talk crap in private. I mean, I get that that's a requirement, uh, but you don't need to publicize it. Uh, people say, um, talking about... Uh, Marty got me thinking of the sports. Uh, he's talking about sports stars. And uh, uh, a lot of people, they love to complain how sports stars are overpaid. You know, oh, these guys are so overpaid. I'm like, you know, it's a lot of hard work to be a professional athlete. Like, you have to dedicate your whole life to, like, being, like, physically fit. And it's very disciplined, a lot of work. And people are like, oh, well, if I was getting paid millions of dollars, right, and had a personal trainer, all that stuff, like, I'd stay in shape. It's like, oh, yes, yeah, so, okay, so millions of dollars, that would motivate you to stay in shape. But, like, you know, living longer, having great sex, living long enough to see your grandchildren graduate from college, like, nah, well, take it or leave it. You know, I'll, I'm cool, I'll just be eating fucking Doritos and Taco Bell all day. All right, guys, that's my time. I don't have any notes. It was great. You're really political. You have a really laid-back style. I yeah. enjoyed all the things you did. I, Thank I don't yeah. have any, like, I don't uh, have any uh, tags. I got one. Um, I really liked the uh, um, the first joke, The War of 1812. Um, you went with, um, like, you'd take World War II as an answer. I think it'd be funny to say it's not, like, uh, like saying, uh, no Nazi marched on American soil until, like, a month ago. <laughs> 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 like... Something like that. Uh, Anyone else? Anyone else? Good stuff? Yeah, I guess uh, my one comment, your yeah. t-shirts for teachers. Um, like, I think all my kids are little shit's pretty good, but there's probably some other good yeah. ones out there. Yeah. yeah. That are just probably like, some something like fuck kids get money or so. I don't know. Yeah. Like, you know, like I dream of killing them. So for. Uh, when you say if you're thin, you have great sex, that's funny, but I think you can make it more pathetic if you said, like, being able to, like, take my shirt off in front of a mirror. Yeah, just, like, yeah, no, no, totally, that, right? Yeah. Maybe. Being able to, like, not avert my eyes. When I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I like that. Like, real basic stuff, because that, like, that's more kind of, like, essential to just leading a happy life. Um, I don't know if this works, but maybe pro-choice shirts. Like a pro-choice. Pro choice. <laughs> I could, I could, yeah, that could get. Yeah. yeah. Not on on uh, on that last note from over here. Uh, not looking like you would still be wearing like a big dog shirt, like yeah. <laughs> something specific like that. Like, do people know what big dog shirts still are? I feel like enough people. I mean, yeah, but you got to be like over, over twenty. You got to be over thirty, I would think. Yeah. Which is fine. No, I like that. It's just like... <laughs> yeah, it, it's definitely not spanning the generations. Yeah, yeah. But no, no, have, cool. You'd have two Thank guys you. in the audience fucking dying at that generation. No, that's true. Like, sometimes specific references that only a couple people get are are actually really good because, like, those people laugh, like, super yeah. hard about it. So, thanks. 
Um, there's something funny about like uh, cops being like the last people to need um, to make propaganda. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that t-shirt is propaganda. Like, teachers. Teachers should be making propaganda. Like, if you want anybody to be making propaganda, it should be teachers. Um, okay, I... Because I, I, sort of get it. Maybe not. So, okay, is it, I mean, it's more like... Okay, so, like, cops, like, they work on their PR a lot. Like, they have yes. a lot of, like... And they're out there doing PR work. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, PR work, but yeah, there's a lot of slogans. There's a lot, lot of slogans. Teachers have a lot of slogans too. They do, they do. Yeah. And, the, and, the, and yeah, they're unionized with pensions. Some of them. Yeah, not I, know. Now. I was going to start anymore. going off of that. I'm like, not oh, we don't anymore. Need to go like associate that. professors are sure, like sure, sure. basically homeless. But um, the other thing I thought uh, was um, like T-shirts are basically like the thing, the only really political act we have that we can pay for and. Uh, that isn't like, that's easy. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you have like a political belief now, you're just like, oh, I'll just buy a t-shirt. Like that'll give money towards the cause and I'll be like a good person because I wear the t-shirt. I don't know. No, Something no. about the t-shirt. Like, yeah, I think on that same note, like as far as cops not needing propaganda, like propaganda is all about convincing people to do stuff. They have guns to do that, you know, like. Yeah. Uh, they they have other means and like like if a teacher had a gun, our high school graduation rate would probably skyrocket. You know, like hey, I'd be a little intimidated. I'd I'd fucking learn some algebra. You know, so maybe teachers should have guns. Yeah, there we go. Oh, and then learn some algebra. Yeah, yeah, tie that into the gun culture thing. A little, yeah, so. that's, that's fun. Clap your hands wildly, Bryce Justin. Yeah. SFCGs, that's how it go down, girl. Please believe You're me. Your comedian has a great show here on Mutiny Radio every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight. You're gonna love him right now. Clap your hands for Arden. Ghost ride the shit with the flyest chick. Pick up a pen to write and come with fire spits. If my clip gets sick, like the high Hey, everybody. I apologize in advance if I sound weird. My station tubes are blocked uh, thanks to a cold I got. So. It sounds all funny out of this side, uh, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, so everybody knows I'm sad and lonely and not dating anyone right now. Uh, but I, I'll tell you, I've changed tactics, right? Uh, so I've got this new move that I like to pull, and I call it the Sarah Connor, uh, and it's where I convince a woman that I've traveled back in time from the future uh, to have unprotected sex with her to father the future of the resistance, right? uh, which works great until she remembers she has a copper IUD. Uh, but that's when I tell her, well, it's one of those babies with the thing in its head. That's how he hears the machines. And that's, uh, that's how he gets one up on them. Anyway, I, but the thing, the thing is, it's only awkward when I'm still there in the morning and haven't remembered to sneak out. So uh, I have a cover for that where I go, ah, shit. I'm still here. It might not have worked. We have to go to plan B at, <laughs> at Walgreens. <laughs> oh, you know, um, all right. I, I have to say this up front. Uh, this is a uh, potential trigger warning. Um, we should really change the name of that, shouldn't we? Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I'm going home for Thanksgiving, and uh, my father reminded me to go buy a hunting license uh, before I go back. Uh, and yet, judge me all you want, I kill poor defenseless creatures, but it's part of how I was raised, and it's family tradition. Uh, but 
It's another thing, uh, you should be applauding any state that has a fishing game and makes you apply for hunting licenses because it's how they catch all the deadbeat dads. They run your social security number and you have to affirm that you're up to date on child support payments. And if you're not, they come for your ass. Yeah. Um, that's, that's not so much funny as it is justice, I think, you know, just, just a little bit of justice in the world. Uh, everyone, give yourselves a round of applause up until the latest crew showed up. We had more female comedians than male comedians up in this spot. Give yourselves a round of applause for girl power. Yes. Oh. I, I, I would be more thrilled, but your applause is only worth 70%, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> too soon? It's still happening. You can't say too soon when it's still happening. Uh, so uh, I, uh, I lost my virginity kind of late. I lost mine in my 20s. And, uh, you know, when you lose your... Yeah, somebody, somebody else sucks. Uh, but when you lose your virginity kind of late, it's kind of like buying IKEA furniture. In uh, that, in the end, you're sore, confused, and wondering if it was worth $200. Uh, well, I'm sorry, there's no task rabbit for that yet. Oh, so anyway, uh, I'll end with this. Um, Jesus, do I have anything? Oh yeah, uh, I have this note to myself, read this aloud. Uh, Get high and marvel at my own cock. <laughs> well, I guess I'm doing that tonight. Anyway, you've been a terrific audience. My name's Arden. Give it up for Pam. That is what I'm going to do, too. I have two pink dildos. Uh, I like the, I like, I always like your concepts, but your, the sex backstory is, it's another, it's a great concept. And Which I, one is that? The sex backstory about oh, yeah. coming back from the future and, and it kind of, it starts going in places. I feel like it has to get like wilder or like something about her. Like maybe you had to give her, I mean, how much alcohol did you give her? Did you give her mushrooms? Like, how are you? Yeah. I need, I need more on the intro. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like you found her in the park doing acid and you're like, I'm from the future. We have to fuck. Yeah. There has to be, there's gotta be like, is there a spot? All the acid heads hang out that I could drop around. Like I need something. The worst part. Yeah. A people's park. Yeah. I think you should like, you just need to describe. Cause when you said that, I was like, Okay, what kind of a person would believe that? Yeah. <laughs> like, so, like, that's, you need to describe that person. Yeah. I, whoever they are would be hilarious because I'm just like, no. Yeah. I don't know anyone. So, that, yeah. that's your. Excellent. Also, you should definitely, there's something about like a prostitution app in there that you could definitely like run with at the end. Yeah. Your task rabbits for sex. Yeah. Yeah. There's something about that in yeah. Silicon Valley. There's definitely a joke in there. It's called Venmo. Venmo's the best new thing for prostitution. It makes it so easy and it almost seem legal. I saw some people the other night that bought mushrooms off each other with Venmo. They yeah. like, yeah. I was like, is this really happening? You just bought mushrooms with Venmo? Yeah. This yeah. is people, yeah, it's the future where you can like sell your body on Venmo too. Yeah. So yeah. You can even use the mushroom emoji to say you just bought shrooms on Venmo. Like it's, <laughs> it's beautiful. Like it's so easy. Yeah, it's like how people advertise, like, Marsha got Greg to pay her, like, an obscene amount of money, and she and she puts the actual amount on there. So you're like, oh, I don't think I can afford Marsha. Yeah. I don't want to 
Because God knows you don't want to negotiate for that kind of stuff, right? You probably yeah. like just want to know for sure what you're paying. Yep. Anyway. Nice. <laughs> and uh, if you are going to talk about that, it'd be like, you, you can work that into the plan B joke too. Oh, it's yeah, It's like, yeah. you, I, 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 paid, I, paid, I paid for the plan B on Venmo. It said, uh, sorry, frowny face. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh. like that. Oh. Like, whatever your message was for paying for the plan B on Venmo, like, whatever you say there is something ridiculous. See, so if I was going to do the plan B payment and I'm future man, I'd pay her in Bitcoin because she can't redeem that shit because no one understands that fucking shit. Right? So, yeah, it's like, yeah, I, the only currency I can give you is Bitcoin because it's the only thing we use in the future. It's, it'll be good for you in like 50 years. That actually is an incredible thing. It's like 0.023 you yeah. know, Bitcoin is like $1,000 or something stupid. It's, yeah. it's insane yeah. right now. So yeah. giving her like a half a percent of Bitcoin would be amazing. Yeah, <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be a lot war- more than sex. I think. Yeah. Anything else? Anybody? Last comments? Clap no? well awesome. for Arden. Independent to pass out promos. Yo, I've got the hardest Your next comedian has been giving great comments all night. Put your hands together for Jay Robinson. Hi. Um, actually, Bitcoin is like it's like five thousand dollars right now. It's forty-seven hundred dollars. I don't have the app or anything. I just no. Um, <laughs> So, hi, I'm Jay. Um, I am down to one grandparent now. Yeah, so I know, right? My grandma, uh, my grandma, my mom's side passed away just a little under two years ago. And I really, I just like never got to tell her that sugar-free candy is not candy. And I feel like <laughs> I really, I've wanted to tell her that for some time. And may, may she rest in peace. Um, so I recently went to France. Uh, if anyone has been to any open mics in the last three weeks, they've probably heard me say that. I recently went to France. Uh, so if I'm rude to you, it is because I don't like you. And it actually has nothing to do with traveling uh, at all whatsoever. Actually, the French uh, are not as rude as people say that there are, especially if you're black um, or if you speak French. So. That definitely helped me out. Uh, I had a lot of fun there. Have you guys heard um, in Europe of weed cigarettes? No. Okay, so in Europe, uh, they smoke like a ton. Like they're chain smoking all the time. You're always walking through cigarette clouds. And they smoke weed as well, but not in the way that you would imagine one should. They take a cigarette and they roll their cigarettes because they're all uh, Euro hipsters. And they roll their cigarettes. And like right before they close the cigarette, they sprinkle like a chipmunk amount of weed on top of the tobacco. Exactly, and so I don't, I have like a theory that they're not actually getting high, they're just like slowly suffocating themselves from all the cigarette smokes. So, I'm still working on that one. <laughs> um, cool. So, uh, give me just one second. Okay, so have you guys seen any good movies lately? No, no, yes. I, I know what movie you saw lately, because I, I was there. Has anyone else seen any good movies lately? Yeah, what have you seen? Dunkirk, oh yeah, that's like a big, it's like an action film. I actually, um, I recently saw that movie Flatliners, you know, where it's like, no, 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 it's not from the 80s. Oh, yeah. I didn't know it was a remake. No. So, I'm so sorry. I think I did something. I, I broke Pam. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so sorry, Pam. Uh, yeah, so 
Uh, this joke is not about flatliners at all. So if that, if, it, if that makes you feel better, I don't know. No, so I recently saw flatliners and I actually went to see it with a friend. It was like a matinee showing. And you guys know like when you go to the movies now, it's like they have a ton of commercials. If you get there on time, they actually don't start the trailer. And they have like the commercials and then they have the trailer and then they start the movie, right? They dim the lights, they start the movie. And so usually they dim the lights actually like right when they start the trailers. And before they start the trailers, they play that commercial that's like, two M&Ms, you know, like, talking to each other, and then they're just like, hey, silence your phone, shut the fuck up. And then they, you know, start the trailers. And so imagine you're seeing Dunkirk or some cool action movie with, like, a great soundtrack, and right after that commercial plays that tells you to be quiet in the movie, uh, you hear the door of the movie theater open, and in walk three uh, Berkeley teenagers and uh they walk and they sit like two rows behind you and they're just they're talking and so I'm watching the trailers with my friend and these kids are talking and I felt like there wasn't a lot of people in the theater so I was like I'll like I'll do this like I'll tell them to be quiet so I turned around and I was like hey you guys just keep it down and uh you know so they kept it down for a little bit and then they slowly escalated back up to the regular volume and it was starting to bother other people they were just like looking at them so i asked them like one more time like in a really like nice way you know i was like hey try to watch a movie <laughs> can you guys keep it down and they were like still fucking talking and so um i was getting increasingly aggravated and my friend who's sitting next to me she's a she's a, a mixed a mulatto. Is that what you? So she's <laughs> she's sitting next to me, and I was like, they were still talking. The movie was starting, and I had to make a decision. I was like, do I like report them, which is like the Berkeley thing to do. I don't live in Berkeley, but I feel like I have to, you know, assimilate to the rules. Or do I just like, just like in me, there's just like a little hood. Do I like do that? Do I like turn that on and just like tell them to shut the fuck up, right? Just like scare them. And I feel like. I don't know how you guys' moms were, but I feel like as a person of color, my mom had this thing where she was very good at telling me to be quiet in a way that when she said it that way with the look, you were just like, okay, like I will die if I don't do this. And so that's what I was trying to do. So like while I was thinking about doing this and like playing a real quick like Cardi B track in my head, my friend turns around and she's like, hey, if you wanna fucking talk, you can go to the cafe, but we're in a fucking movie. And then she turned back around and right after that, she turns to me and she goes, oh my God, do you think that was too harsh? And I was like, uh, I, I couldn't answer her because I was also afraid. So, all right, that's my set. Jay Robinson, stay up there, yay! That's really funny story. I love this part. Uh, <laughs> that first joke had a great payoff. The sugar-free candy was, I mean, it was like, I was like, oh, she's driving her dead grandma, but it had a great payoff, so the, ref, the reverse on it was really great. Um, and the weed-smoking French people, I feel like the where you can get at them and make fun of them is that they let their babies drink booze, but they dr they smoke they smoke weed like fucking babies. Like they can't, they don't actually smoke. <laughs> but they have their babies like fucking drinking wine when they're three months old. You know, like yeah. right. So they're like they're all ass backward. Yeah, I definitely have an alcohol wine joke that I like. An alcoholism joke I left out, but I'll think about. So I think uh, Pam, a different way to look at that is the. If they smoke too much weed, they wouldn't think life is shit and wouldn't be able to complain about stuff anymore. Sacre yeah. bleu. Mm. Uh -huh. I like that. Uh, I kind of I missed the French joke, but and so this could be really, this might be really 
cheesy. But if they're French smoking weed people, or French, yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. Uh, you know, they go like, weed weed, like wee wee. <laughs> Uh, so corny, I might keep it. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, the other thing is when you said, um, when you were saying, like, uh, when you're debating, like, do I report them? Or, like, you said, like, do I turn a little hood? Uh, that was, like, hard to, a little hard to understand. Yeah. And I was so, going to say code switching at first, but I don't know, like, what no, no, the well, understanding see, I think the li- <laughs> or something like that. No, no, no. I think the line's fine, <laughs> but just, and, you know, maybe it's just, like, maybe it just happened here, but um, just, like, I guess, like, make sure that like people can understand like like because I, I i just i almost missed that okay. like turn a little hood like you yeah, said it kind of quick so okay yeah. that's good thanks yeah on the uh you had like kind of an aside one that was like they really like you if you are black and speak french right yeah and uh it didn't really like it needed a little more like you probably go to more some more quality like ridiculous qualities to make them like you like and aren't so good at like the euro conversion rate or something like that. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, that needs a little more beef if it's gonna. Okay. Like, yeah. 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 I'm really enjoying all this feedback. I'm really enjoying all this feedback. I especially liked hearing that dude say hood. That was really fun. <laughs> uh, but uh, were you about to say white people and then you said Berkeley people? Yes. Yo, just say white. It's more powerful. It works. Okay. I was trying to Always say, say that and Always then say I white. said Berkeley yeah. on purpose. Or, or say one and then the other. Like Berkeley people, crackers. like white people. <laughs> like, yeah. Or <laughs> even say honkies. <laughs> Yeah, I like I like Berkeley people and the white people. Yeah. Yeah, like everybody knows. So start with white and then go Berkeley. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. or or make it a three. Like do three examples. White people would do this. Berkeley people would do this, and then, you know. Oh yeah. Also, I think your comeback to your friend needs to be a Cardi B lyric. You know, it's like said, little bitch, don't fuck with me. (laughs) I felt that. Like, there's something that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Like, this is red bombs, this is bloody shoes, you know? (laughs) That's good. I like, thank you. Thank you. That's good. Thank you. I have one more white splaining uh, thing. Uh, (laughs) You are, in fact, no. (laughs) And I am from Berkeley. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we, uh, when when you were when you were I loved it. Um, but uh, when you were saying um, maybe maybe I'm, you were saying this and I missed the joke. But your um, your friend who went all black on the other person. You first said she was mixed race that she was mulatto, and you said she went you know aggressive on the person. But then she apologized, and I thought you were going to make a joke about she's half ghetto and half. Uh, yeah, Berkeley because she both yeah, uh, was aggressive <laughs> and then she apologized. Yeah, it was more like, I guess the joke was more like she did it faster and I like felt a little embarrassed that I wasn't just like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like she like went from like zero to... Oh, because she she was less black than you. But yeah, she was, yeah, that's okay, kind of the joke. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, are, we are discussing so, race and learning yeah. things today, everybody. Don't ever touch anyone's hair without permission. Do not. I don't care what color they are. If it's red don't hair. Don't touch someone's hair without permission. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Just Especially don't put your fingers in the curls, though. That's real it's, weird. It, it, happened, it happened once on stage here. Someone who was like on acid went up and touched an uh, African-American gentleman's hair, and he was like, is this really happening? <laughs> like, he's like, is this really happening right now? It was crazy. Do you have one more comment? 
would I would love if your friend in the theater were like Asian or you know like she wasn't even like she wasn't even she like wasn't that. even a light skinned black woman she yeah, just like she yeah. was just another she was like Filipino you know what I mean like okay there's a I, I can I can I can change that story yeah <laughs> everybody clap wildly Jay Robinson yeah all right, time's getting low, so uh, we're just going to give everybody five-minute sets and no comments. Is that okay so we can get through everybody? Hey. Okay, cool. Your next comedian, what a funny lady. She just had beef curtains last Saturday. Clap wildly for Geneva Rust Orta. Hi, everyone. Uh, something someone told me that a lot of people say all the time is uh, sex is like pizza. Uh, even if it's bad, it's still good, and that doesn't sound right. <laughs> like, I kind of, I feel like maybe sex is like pizza. Like, if it's really bad, it can kill you, and that's <laughs> the closest. I don't know. I slept with someone, and I was like, now I have AIDS. Um, like, even if I don't, I just, I have it. Um, I don't know what to do about that. So I put a Plan B up my butt. <laughs> Um, it doesn't work. I'm, I, anyway. The, you know the fire up north? My mom lives up there, and she texted me this morning that, like, she packed her car with, uh, her things, and then if the fire gets too close, they'll, like, drive away. But I kind of think it'd be crazy, like, if they packed their car, like, really early with all their stuff, and then waited, and then, like, they died. <laughs> like, that's something I'd do. <laughs> so I'm happy I'm down here. I don't know. Um, my mom cried in front of me. We got really drunk. She cried. And I was like, I, um, this could mean anything. Like, because she just hates emotions. So she could have just been feeling like trust and not liked it. Um, <laughs> so I was like, what's wrong? <laughs> well, no, I was like, at first I was like, keep it bottled in. <laughs> Um, but she kept crying, so then I started guessing, like, what it was. I was like, is this because there's nothing special about you? Um, <laughs> and, um, then I was like, is, is this because you, you're kind of a man now? She's, like, tra she's transitioning from, like, female to, like, gender neutral, and I just hope she's not actually a man, because then I'd feel really bad for, like, any time I ever called her bossy. <laughs> Um, but she was upset about something, um, and so we just made out, and it got comfortable again. <laughs> I was like, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> so, and then we went to sleep, and it was fine. Um, that was my mom. That's bothering me. <laughs> I don't know. That's weird. Um, I, uh... It was bulimic in high school, but for the most feminist reason possible, I was trying to get out of deep throating, and it uh, turned into something else. But I, I was talking to someone, and they're like, uh, "If if you have an eating thing, it's usually because your needs aren't being met. Like, it's about your your needs." So I was like, oh, "Okay." So I've just started like murdering small animals, and I'm better. <laughs> I found the cure. Um, I don't know. Uh, what else do I want to say? Um, I uh, really want to hear people's conversations all the time, like because I'm worried that I'm missing out on something really good. Like, what if 
what they're saying is like everyone in this conversation right now is gonna get a really good job. <laughs> like, <laughs> I want to be a part of that. So I just butt in, but like by job, I mean like like a like a test, like a personality test. Like, you just get a genie in a bottle, and if you're not a total dick, things work out for you. It's like the American dream is your wishes. You just make them and they happen. But like if, if someone did that for me, first of all, I think they were hot. Like I'm attracted to like powerful beings. So I would try to impress them and I'd just be like, all I want is a small loan. Um, and I don't even want to start a business. So it would be like to buy movie tickets like <laughs> for a little while. <laughs> And then I'd be like, all right, now I, I wish for uh, book recommendations. I'm trying to be a better person. And then um, I, my third wish wouldn't even be for the books they recommended. It would just be like, I just want you to, to know that um, I appreciate you. And then they'd fuck off and I'd fuck it up. So <laughs> thoughts on magic. Does that work? Maybe? Cool. Um, I'll leave you with something I wrote that didn't work. Uh, another mic. Um, I'm working with a bunch of Jewish kids, so they're super annoying. And, um, like, they need to understand, like, you can be Jewish and not proud of yourself. You can just be like, I'm Jewish and I fucking hate it. Like, that's okay, too. Um, but we went to the spaghetti factory and, and to play laser tag, um, and they kept like telling riddles all day, like they really wanted me to figure out their riddles. So they started out the morning by like asking me a question and they spent all day like trying to see if I'd figured it out. They're like, do you know the answer to the riddle? And it was something, it was like, why do my eyes keep bleeding? And I had never figured it out. So hopefully they died. Um, see, bad joke, but I think it's, anyway. My mom gives me lesbian dating advice. I'm sorry if I'm going over. This is the last thing. Lesbian dating advice for straight women. She's like, on your date, take a notebook and a pen. And every time he starts to interrupt you, tell him to write it down. And uh, <laughs> so I've just got a notebook full of like things I said wrong. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Bye. Funny stuff. Your next comedian's gonna make you laugh. Everybody, Alex Peony. What a great audience. What a beautiful painting this is. Is that a prince? I have no idea what I was gonna say. Thought I was on the joke workshop. I was going to pull out my notes. This will be good. Promise. Oh, yeah. Thank you, uh, <clears throat> Mission District, for the wonderful weekend. Going to go wash my ball sack now. You know, before I leave, can I get a drink of water? You know what? Never mind. Where are the clean glasses, by the way? You guys. Missing kitty posters all over the place in the mission. Have you seen this bullshit? Uh, first of all, I learned in the Mission District, you don't have to have like fancy cat toys, right? You don't have to go pet. You don't have to go to Pet Smart. Just throw a rubbery dildo on the ground. They'll play. They'll play with it probably. Mm. No, but there's these missing kitty posters, and I'm just thinking, you know what? 
probably, you know, aren't lost. They didn't get abducted. They fucking ran away. All you fucking hippies feed them all day is IPA, pot brownies, and catnip. I'd be the fuck out of there. Woo, this is a different mic. Every mic's different. Hey, give it up for yourselves. What a great looking audience. Give it up for your host, Pam Benjamin, putting this on. And uh, how long does this? Oh, yeah. I'm just going to go. This is Joke Workshop. All right. Oh, yeah, my buddy. He's from the South. And uh, he just says weird shit like, you know, you you uh, can't get there from here and things like that. Or, you know, are you fixing to eat? Or did you eat yet? Did you eat yet? So I was fucking with them. I was like, uh, well, we worked in the uh, lawnscaping. L- landscaping, I'm sorry. Lawnscaping. So shows how long ago it was. But I I, uh, I was like, are you fixing to microwave that turkey pot pie? He says, he says, it's a swamp thing. You wouldn't understand. I know, but I'm... Uh, what they should legislate. They want to mo- legislate... Uh, Birth control. Okay, this is pandering a little bit. No, but I gotta watch that. All right, pandering. No, but they should legis- They should make a law. People who lay there during sex can only fuck other people who lay there during sex. That would work. It's like porn stars, you know. They're the ones who need need unions. They're the ones getting fucked. These are old. These are great. I'm not gonna explain shit. No, my friend. <laughs> great looking audience, by the way. Uh. Water. I know. I was <clears throat> okay, here we go. All right. Beer is proof that God wants white men to rule over slaves and women. I think Benjamin Franklin said that. Uh, no, there is. <laughs> I like to do characters and shit. No, but all right. Well, last thing. <laughs> time flies when. That's five minutes. That's time flies because it's such a wonderful audience. Uh. No, but I had this buddy. Uh, he, uh, everyone said in the school and when he was a kid, this guy, this fucking idiot, <laughs> not my friend, but I, they would say he's going to end up dead and in jail. Or dead or in jail, they said. Fuck. But he got appendicitis and he died in jail, so technically they were wrong. He ended up dead and in jail. Fuck. I fucked that up. What a great audience. Uh, give it up for your host, Pam Benjamin. <laughs> Your next comedian, she has two shows now at Mutiny Radio. First on Tuesday mornings from 10 to noon, it's Quantum Division. And she's the new host of Happy Hour Open Mic every Friday from 6 to 8. Put your hands together for Trina Roderick. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, so, okay, Friday, my my first gig hosting happy hour was was good was good Arjun came by um he was his usual asshole self love that asshole love that Arjun asshole um some dude named uh Caleb also here really really sad Caleb fucked his roommate now we can't go home (laughs) you have no idea like, this is like the worst thing that could ever possibly happen to me. You have no idea. Can you imagine if I could? Oh, 
yeah. So uh, Matthew Quirk, as usual, with some new material. I was impressed. Just, you know. But nothing you need to listen to. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> that's, that's the spoilers. You know. <laughs> Real boring stuff. Real boring stuff. It's going to get a lot of downloads. Just look at the numbers. Look at the number of downloads. You know, maybe listen to it. <laughs> so I want to do some storytelling. I'm also mourning the loss of Don Rickles. That was a real hard one this year, you guys. I'm still upset about that. I was upset about Joan Rivers. So anyway, um, I, I, I don't know. Can you insulting storytelling? This is what I want to try to do. So, okay, so 10 years ago, give or take, like, two or three years. I mean, it's hard when you're, when you're talking about a whole decade, right? Like, you lose a million. Two, two, three years doesn't matter, right? You just, you round it up, right, Boris? You just round it. You, and then, and <clears throat> when you hear what I'm, the, the subject matter of the story, you're going to realize it doesn't, two or three, but, you know. I, I, Boris, why are you getting, ups- the, the dates don't matter, dude. Like, it's just... <laughs> I'm never going to be able to tell this story, Boris. If you just keep, you know, fucking with me over these details. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Wayne, whatever your name is. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So... I had a bladder infection. What happens when you have a bladder infection? I know, they put you on microbid, which is an antibiotics. And then I had a mole removed, and I had to take more antibiotics. And then I got another bladder infection, and I was having sex, obviously. Back in the day, when I, that happened. Anyway, so six months, no, of antibiotics, right? And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I can't, I don't fart anymore. Like, that's literally gone. Like, can you imagine? Like, just out of the blue. And I was, like, really trying to, like, why? How? Like, for real, I know we talk about, oh, we're so coy. We don't get, you know, what are those? Dingleberries. And we don't. No, I literally, I literally, like, stopped farting for a decade, Alex. A decade. My theory was that, like, you know, you like the good bacteria killed the bad bacteria, and and there was just not anyway. So over the week, I, I haven't been working, and so I made some beans and rice. And these beans, you want to know my secret to my beans? Coconut oil, obviously, right? Why didn't they? I mean, I was like, Pam would have put pot in this beans too, but <laughs> all I did was put coconut oil. Fart up a storm all weekend. Dude, like 10 years of farting. It started Friday. Like I totally gassed out Rachel Raphael, but I was standing next to a dude. And so that's like I used to fart. I know what farting is like. Like I did like 10 years back, you know, you just sit next to a guy and then no one thinks it's you ever. (laughs) So, okay. So, all right. Just one. I want to try Oh, God, I want to try something, but I don't want to try it because I'm scared. I'm scared. Okay, okay. So what would what would JC do? And I know Jim Carrey has gotten real metaphysical lately. I get it. I get it. I know what happened. He had all that success and all that money, and he, and he realized it doesn't 
do for you what you think it will. I get it, right? And so then where are you left with? You have to, you're left with metaphysics. That's, that's where you go. But I, I feel like he's lost sight of the fact that what JC would do in these times of crisis is make faces for fuck's sake. It's Jim Carrey. God is in the impressions. That's where God is, is in making people laugh and in doing impressions. So I was going to do an impression, but I'm scared. Oh, God. Okay. So uh, what if I did like, I'll, I'll like, like, <laughs> is that okay? Like, they can't do this in Hollywood either. Those bitches, like, they Botox all this stuff. And so, oh, also, you know, if you want to see the impressions, you would have to be here. So I'm sorry. People didn't show the fuck up. Watch these impressions, Alex. Okay, what else? What do you want? What kind of impression? I, I could do, like, some kind of funny whatever. What do you, th what do you think? This is what somebody who is in jail and dies in jail of a, what'd your friend die in jail of? Pendicitis. <laughs> so, thank you very much. I'm sorry you guys couldn't see it. Trina Rodriguez. Yo, I'll tell you. I love that because you like you catered to the online radio audience perfectly by doing inside baseball jokes about Zane and physical impressions. <laughs> you just hit everything that they wanted to not see, <laughs> but here. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking great. Everybody, yay, Trina Roderick, you're a nice comedian, yay. We have four comedians left. We're going to get through all of them. Your next comedian, super funny guy. Clap your hands wildly for John Gallagher. That's my hood in the city of Drove. In the city of Drove. Hey, uh, you guys remember when Jimmy Kimmel used to wear blackface and, and call Carl Malone retarded? <laughs> does, does everybody else remember that that was a thing that happened? Jimmy Kimmel would wear full body blackface and a Utah jazz uniform to make fun of the fact that he thought Carl Malone had brain damage. Like, that was Jimmy Kimmel, America's sweetheart. Did this for years, and now we're all just cool with it. He just wore blackface on national television, and now because he chugged beers, we're like, that ah, was tight. <laughs> we can move on. He gave us Adam Kroll, dude. It's fucking, it's horrible. Uh, this is going to be a real hot take. Uh, uh, I think uh, a lot of things are being made about how all these uh, mass shooters are white people, and that is a big deal. I agree. I think the bigger problem is that all these uh, shooters are fucking nerds, man. I think that is not cool. Like, I think that's like the biggest thing, how we should stop all massacres. Just be like, uh, I'd like to buy a gun. It's like, shotgun this beer. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, when'd you get laid, dude? <laughs> Just to, Fucking, it's like, do this back to me. Fucking land a kickflip. <laughs> uh, nobody that landed a kickflip would ever shoot anybody. At least I think not. I don't know. Is that is that on record? Has that happened? Is it? I don't know, is that, it's fucking, yeah, it's on record, dude. <laughs> I just want to see, like, I want to do, I want to see, where's that Freakonomics, you know? Like, he's like, yeah, if you teach a kid how to kickflip, fucking he won't shoot people. 
So we'd done study in inner cities. We taught Bucky Lasik and fucking Rodney Mullen how to do a good mix of uh, street and vert to kids. Now nobody shoots anybody anymore. That's that's pretty cool. <laughs> it's a pretty good uh, thing. Oh, okay. I'll do this one. Uh, so there's an article I read that said uh, in the future, you know, they're making sex robots. Then in the future, just like uh, hackers can hack your your phone or your computer, people can also hack hack your heck 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 yeah they can hack heck yes uh, they can hack your they can hack your sex robot to murder you, uh, which is pretty cool because I read that article and I was like. Well, that was a waste of time uh, for you to tell me that fucking a machine can kill me. Uh, that's, I can live in the present and know that having sex with metal can end my life. Oh, so just a circular bit of logic there. Uh, we had, uh, we had uh, the people, the sailors in here for Fleet Week. Which is yeah annoying whatever, but isn't it cool like how like all the sailors go around wearing their uniforms? There's that whole big thing about like a, a man in uniform or a lady in uniforms like so sexy or whatever. Like they're all like clean shaven and like have weird shaved bulbous heads. Like it, it shouldn't be like you look attractive. It's like you look like a baby. You know what I mean? I feel like all they are is like they want you clean shaven and like you know I don't know bald headed. Like it should just you should have a standard issue with a Navy uniform as like a lollipop, you know, just like the most adorable, supple troops on the sea to make spread good news for America. You should have a sailor's hat and a bonnet. That's the Navy. Welcome to the Navy. You're a baby. Welcome to the Navy. <laughs> this is just me being high in the wharf going, baby, 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 baby. You're a baby. You're a baby. You're also a baby. Look at you, baby. Uh, okay, well, this is a cool thing to go out on. Um, so my girlfriend uh, had some bad news for me this morning. Uh, we would spent the night together, and she looks at me very concerned. She's like, I have something I need to tell you. And I was like, what was it? She's like, I tried. You woke me up last night when you were sleeping uh, because you farted so loud that I thought an earthquake was happening <laughs> and then stayed asleep when I tried to wake you up. <laughs> And I was like, why didn't you wake me up immediately to tell me that asleep I am the greatest prankster of all time? That is, that is the coolest thing I've ever done. <laughs> all right, that's enough. Thanks, guys. And we keep that style. I got that good, good for sale. John Gallagher, everyone, on the good ship lollipop with his farts. Gonna change the world. Um, that's exciting stuff. I, I woke up Jonathan last night because I smelled fire and I was like, honey, honey, where's the fire? And then he got up and now he's like, fuck, Pam, I can't go back to sleep. And he was awake for like five hours and he was, and he kept being loud and I was like, he's doing this on purpose to try to keep me awake because I'm the one that woke him up. I felt like my cat like for uh, like the entire night. Like, you and your cat. Fuck. Okay, we don't have time for this. Your next comedian, super funny guy. Clap your hands wildly for Boris Shakurga. Hey, thank you. Um, thank you for that, Max. Um, my parents uh, wanted me to, to be a doctor when I was growing up because they wanted me to like treat other members of my family. Like, they thought that would be beneficial in the future. But they. They clearly, like, misunderstood American society because if they, like, truly understood what America is, they would have encouraged me to be a meter maid. Who has more power in our society? My brother could pay a $20 copay. That's easy. A meter maid? 
Dude, who else in our society has the power to just give $65 tickets willy-nilly? <laughs> Should have been a meter bread. Um, they don't offer they don't offer bachelors for that. That's what they don't tell you. Um, I know I was stuck on the Muni train today for two hours, and I hate I hate taking Muni. Um, I think San Francisco is the only city that if you tried to commit suicide by jumping on the tracks of the train, you have more than enough time to reconsider that as you were laying down there. You know what I mean? Like no one's gonna lay down for 47 minutes while the M sits at West Portal. You know? <laughs> Like, like people always ask, like, why are there so many jumpers on the bridge? Because Muni can't handle the demand. <laughs> like, politicians will sometimes, like, debate on how to best deter suicide in the future. Like, maybe we should increase funding for education. Maybe increase funding for mental health. Maybe just longer wait times. Maybe that's all it takes. I don't know. I had a friend of mine that said... Uh, if he could uh, time travel, if he could time travel, he would go back and uh, kill Hitler. There's nothing really radical about that. That's pretty simple. But uh, I disagree. If I could time travel, I would go back. But I'd bring like a Bloomberg Businessweek magazine with me. I'd say, look, Adolf, you can try whatever you want in 1945. But we're always going to be on top. <laughs> Jew Jewish friend of mine got pretty offended at that. He was like, how can you say that? Like, that's pretty offensive. Like, how would you feel if the six million Jews who died in the Holocaust heard you say that? Which is a fair point. Um, but that's like a terrible standard to judge anything by. Like, do you know how hard it is to please six million Jews? It's like roughly three million Jewish women. That's no easy task. Um, I, uh, I was going to go uh, swimming with my friends this past weekend, but I... Uh, I bailed because I'm insecure. Because when I was a kid, uh, I took off my shirt in front of my friends at a swimming pool once, and they started making fun of me for uh, a mark I had on my shoulder, which I uh, had from a smallpox vaccine that I got when I was little. And they were making fun of me. But then they started being like, how'd you get that? Like, that would have been so cool. Like, I wish I had that. And all you had to do to get one of those is uh, live in the 21st century where smallpox still existed. It's not hard. Uh, my parents have a 30-year difference with me, and um, I have a weird relationship with my uh, with my brother. Uh, we live together at home, but he uh, he refuses to wash his hands. He just uses a hand sanitizer instead. I think that's pretty nasty. Um, so once his hand sanitizer ran out, I replaced it with lube. So now he's just been sitting there all week like... So we're only using plastic cups now. Um, I'll leave you guys with this. I uh, My name is Boris, which is actually, it's short. Um, it's short for a first name. It's only five letters. That's all it is. <sighs> Jesus Christ. All right, guys, this is going to be it for me. Give it up for Pam and Max and everyone. DJ we have two comics left. Hang tight, everybody. Your next comedian, funny, funny guy. It's Zane or Wayne <laughs> Barrett. Woo! Give me Wayne for a day. God, such a beautiful audience. Such a beautiful audience right now. God, you guys are so... God, I'm going to get a boner during my set? That's going to fuck everything up? Damn. Uh, I was on a, I've been traveling a lot lately. I was on a, uh, and I was uh, at the airport, 
And uh, then I uh, saw a woman walking towards a door. And so I opened it for her. And uh, she didn't even say thank you. I know, right? Just her and everybody on the plane just started screaming. It was, it was fucking crazy. It was weird. It was weird. But on that, on that very flight, I joined the Mile High Club before we all went to a fiery death. Um, I just ha I, that's how chivalrous I am. I forget where I am sometimes. And I joined the Mile High Club on there. But um, it was on Virgin Airlines, so I just jacked off in the bathroom at 30,000 feet. It's, uh, it's, it's the, the, the fee is the same. Yeah, it's the same. They don't, they don't take $500 off the 10 grand because you're alone. Uh, they don't do that. They don't do that. And it's, just, it's a sign of something worse if you're jacking off in an airplane. That's crazy. I mean, it could like kind of fulfill two needs. Like, I need to get somewhere, and I also like a uh, thrill of roller coasters. So, like, I don't know. Um, but uh, uh, with all the Charlottesville and all the racisms going on, uh, it's been talked about so much. Um, I have to hear about how awful I am all the time, and uh, it's ruined one of my games. My favorite games. I used to like to drink and play pool. Um, but if you think about it, that game is racist as fuck. It's just a white ball knocking all the colored balls into pockets they can't get out of. And then if the white ball fucks up and goes into the pocket, what happens? Boop! He comes right back on the table and can fuck up anybody from anywhere. It's crazy. And it's like very American because he saves the black ball for last. And you can't, and you can't get the white, you can't lose the white one there. So it can't be a, a double shootout. It just has to go one direction. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. I can't do it anymore. Um... <laughs> uh, I've been. Uh, I was at the grocery store the other day, and you know when you like see a parent who just just falling down on the fucking job, just a just an awful pussy wet blanket of a parent. Just a, the kid might as well have the parent on a leash. So th uh, this this woman is just like uh, Kevin. We can't uh, get the steaks this week. We don't have enough money. And he said, "Fuck you, mom. Quit being a cunt." And he walked away. And the mom said nothing. And I like so for me, I was just like, God, I. I want kids because babies are cute, but I don't want to ever have a fucking teenager. That seems awful. Periods and cum socks? No way. Not for me. So I think I'm going to just adopt kids with leukemia. I think I'll just get uh, kill two birds with one stone that way. They'll have a father. I'll get a Make-A-Wish Foundation gift. I mean, it's great. I, I mean, it's, I'll basically be living my life through these kids with leukemia because I always wanted to have Spider-Man visit me. I don't know. It seems fun. Like when the kid orders the gift too, it's like when they pick something that only the kid would like, it's like, come on, you have a family, man. Like who, who raised you the whole way? Get, get back. Get back. All you're doing is spiking up medical bills. The least you could do is take us all to Disney World. I don't know. I don't know how many I'd do either. I don't know like when it'd get old. The kids wouldn't, but I don't know. I don't know if that, if it would work that way. <laughs> Stupid. All right, what else we got in this, this phone? God, did I mention how beautiful you guys are? <laughs> yeah, Good-looking fucking crowd, man. <laughs> um, I, uh, I figured out the other day, um, I realized something about myself. Uh, I can't murder. I could never murder. could never do that. I found this out because uh, I was at the DMV uh, trying to fight a red light camera ticket, and the night before, I couldn't sleep. I was having sweats. I was like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? And this was for $500. If I woke up next to a dead hooker next to me, I don't know if I could deal with that stress. I wouldn't make it to the trial. It'd be terrible. I'd be nooses and notes by the trial date, guys. <laughs> I just like the alliteration. That's a little dark. Um, I like the alliteration there. All right, what else we got? What else we got? What else? There's one more. One more. We'll lo lock it down. Uh, my phone's broken. You're beautiful. <laughs> oh, uh, so when I was growing up, 
um, my mom was a, she was a, f a therapist. And so around the dinner table at the age of eight, she would talk about her clients. Now she wouldn't use their names out of respect for them, but she'd ruin my childhood by telling me about molestation and stuff. I was like, who do you care about more? The fucking clients, uh, like ability to not have an eight year old know who, what his name is, or the fact that I knew what a Blumpkin was before I was nine. I, I mean, that's, that's uh, for any of you who don't know what a Blumpkin is, it's where a woman, uh, nay, a hero, Sucks your dick while you're taking a shit. It's crazy. It's crazy. So and then so like and I heard molested, but there was no context to that. I was just like, what? He's interested in moles. So am I. Moles are cool. Hell, I'm molested. And then my uh, and that was a very awkward phone call from my teacher to my parents. I was going around the whole day, just like, hey, guess what? I'm molested. Doesn't work out so well. All right, thanks, guys. For my car keys, they were in my hand. That's some good shit. Uh, hey, if you guys didn't get a treat back there, you should. Um, tomorrow's my birthday. They're about, they're like, I, the, if they're big, they're like 50 milligrams. If they're small, they can be as small as 20. How big is that one? That's a big one. That's going to be like, it's going to be like 50 milligrams. Just be careful. Be careful. You're warned. You're warned. Um, but I made them for everybody because my birthday's tomorrow uh, and I'm old. We have one last comedian. He's very, very funny. Put your hands together for James Mara. Many names. People used to say money one. What's up? Hello? Hi? What's up? What's going on? We doing okay? <laughs> no? No? Okay. Cool. Um, what's up, Max? Um, did Fleet Week this weekend. Got my, my white boy on at Fort Mason. Uh, did, you guys, did you guys do the Fleet Week shit? No? I don't know. Like, Fleet Week is the only time that I feel like like those like genuinely like nationalistic like feelings you know what i'm saying like there's something about a plane doing a barrel roll that you're like dude america is better okay you know what i'm saying like america's dope um yeah it was really white like you know, there was like usa chance i started calling people massa at one point it was really weird it just got really got 10 lashes for something i was like what did i do like i don't i don't know what i did um but like i really hope that like if we ever do bomb North Korea, like we do like a dope air show beforehand. You know what I'm saying? Cause like otherwise, like I don't know like why we have that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like why are we, like why are we paying like tax dollars for these like alpha male bros to like do flips and shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, like it wouldn't, it, like it would be like if like we had like 98% of the police do like police shit and then 2% just did like cartwheels all day. You know, like why do, <laughs> like that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Um. Unless they did like the cartwheels immediately before like punching a homeless person or something, you know what I mean? Like that would be, that would be fun. That I could get behind, Marty. Uh, uh, I've, so I grew up in Georgia, I grew up with a lot of Republican friends. Uh, obviously Republicans do some crazy shit, but the, <laughs> some weird, yeah, some weird shit. But uh, the one thing I don't understand is that they made like recycling seem like gay, you know? <laughs> like of all the like of all the things, for it to be like I remember going home and we were like catching up with some friends I hadn't seen in a while and like one of our friends like came out you know he was, it was like an emotional he was like I'm you know like like, I, like I've been meaning to tell you guys this it was like this beautiful like supportive thing uh we all kind of like came together as a friend group and then they're like oh James like how, what about you it was like oh I decided to become an environmental sciences major and they're like fucking fag I was like really like <laughs> seems unfair um do you guys ever, uh, we, we all masturbate here, we, you know, touch, touch ourselves at night, yeah. Um, 
like, did you guys ever, your mind ever wander while you're masturbating? You find yourself just like finishing to like random kind of obscure shit. Like the other day I was like jacking off and I, I, fin- I finished to a very vivid memory of uh, me in church as a young boy. <laughs> I guess, Marty, you could call that my coming to Jesus moment. Hey. Ayo. Got him. Um, the other day I told a girl I didn't want to be in a long distance relationship. Uh, and she goes, I live in Daly City, dude. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a $15 lift line, sweetheart. Um, I'm not very good at dirty talk. Um, one of the reasons I have very, very low self-esteem, I always require validation. So it's less of a, oh, you like that bitch? More of like a, do you like this? Like, is this good? Like, are we? And uh, I'm also overly honest. Okay, like the other, the other day, I was, uh, I was sucking actually on a white girl's titties. Uh, and she goes, uh, who taught you how to suck these white titties? And I go, my mom, actually. <laughs> that joke is never good, and I refuse to stop saying it. <laughs> I've said it probably over 100 times, and it's gotten laughs. Maybe twice. Um, cool, guys. Okay, thanks. Bye. Joking the pounds. It's birds flying everywhere. I'm putting it down. And everybody Yay. get me equal bill. Well, thanks to everybody being here. Um, clap. Everybody clap for Max Eddie for running the ones and twos Woo! today. Uh, and thank you guys all for being here tonight. We have, what is, Max, what is that? I mean, we, I mean, we got to put on the breaker. I'm sorry, we don't have time for you to decide. I'm terrible. No, it's fine. It's oh, fine. Okay, I, I was, was going to ramble, man. It's all good. All right. Well, everybody go to uh, Mission Hills uh, Saloon, and we're going to do, I guess, more open micing. But thank you all for being here tonight. This has been Joke Workshop. Yay. Bye. Hey. Some diesel, we up in the bins. My feather was diamond, dust off the brim. I'm only fucking with pimps, I ain't fucking with them. I'm from the place where the Mac was filmed, where they creating the sound to leave the world overwhelmed. Futuristic in this rap game, and we at the helm. It's a rap getting money now, and I won't tell, won't tell. Alive and well, thought you knew. Noble music is a powerful crew. I spit to your chick for an hour or two, she'll know. see a podcast. Are ye on a raft without a patter? We'll gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutinyradio.fm has the best programming the internet ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch If 
you're looking for a personal injury lawyer in San Francisco, look no further than Francis J. Shaheda. Mr. Shaheda did an amazing job with my case. First, he informed the courts about my case that had not been scheduled or submitted yet, despite the language on the citation. I was so confused and afraid of the legal system, but he did it all for me. He communicated promptly via email with any of my questions. I was afraid of an enormous fine for a small infraction, as well as a criminal offense on my record, but he spoke to the DA to have my case removed from criminal court and put into the community court system. I am so overwhelmingly happy with the results he generated and would recommend him to anyone with legal issues. This is a personal first-person narrative because Francis J. Shaheda helped me personally, helped Mutiny Radio go to him for personal injury issues. You can email him at www.personalinjuryattorneyfjs.com. Again, the law office of Francis J. Shaheda in San Francisco. awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. October 6th, come join us at Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse for Johan Miranda. Headlining... 50 minutes. Opening sets by Amy Bebo, Clay Newman, and Pam Benjamin. Don't miss this incredible headliner for only $10. Friday, October 6th at 8 p.m. Buy your tickets now on Eventbrite. Check us out on Facebook. Like all those comics, and please come support Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday at 8 o'clock. My friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground comics. 
It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Are you a stand-up comedian? Do you want to be in 25 shows in five days at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco? Well, now's your opportunity. Apply now for the Spark Presents 3rd Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, March 1st through 5th. That's 25 shows in 5 days featuring 40 comics from out of town and one of those comedians